settling into our practice together this morning. Seeing if we can allow the body to soften. Let go of extra, any extra effort in being upright. Perhaps allowing it to sink down into the earth. The earth will be happy to take it. And another way to start a a meditation period is with establishing our intention. And perhaps our intention can be to understand our experience rather than control it. Our intention can be to meet life with kindness. Our intention can be for inclusivity. calling forth that flavor of metta, of kindness, which is essential in our practice. It's what allows us to trust and to relax. And the deepest understanding comes out of the deepest relaxation. often we can begin our session with the connecting with our anchor our home base allowing our attention to rest and receive that experience Yeah, we've also been talking about the inclusivity of gracefulness that other experiences arise and that they are acknowledged. In some forms of this practice, we even make a little mental note. Now thinking, hearing, sensing in the body. If it's helpful, you can do that. If it gets in the way, don't bother. And so when experience becomes strong or predominant, an experience other than the anchor, we can turn our attention allow our attention to rest with that experience with the intention of understanding. And not understanding intellectually, but understanding through a moment-by-moment connection. So perhaps other body sensations, 
connecting, curious. What is this experience beyond my ideas of it? What is it like to really connect with it? We notice moments of connection, of grace, poise, and then we notice moments of resistance. We let mindfulness work out our liberation. Sometimes we explore for just a short time. If it's intense, we may go back to the anchor and go in and out. Sometimes if there's a balance of attention, we can stay for a while, exploring the actual sensations. The pleasantness or unpleasantness and the response. experience that calls our attention, whether it's a body sensation, a sound, an image. It's the same process. We connect, see how it changes, and see the response of heart and mind. bit more this morning about emotions or mind states, a often challenging part of the human life. You can even check now if there's any particular emotion or mind state that's obvious, and if so, follow along. If not, you can just listen to the instructions. So emotions, we usually know what that means, happiness, sadness, anger, irritation, enthusiasm, joy, calm. But we also include mind states such as restlessness, sleepiness, doubt, so if there is a mind state that you can identify. First, it's helpful to just name it. Oh, irritation. Oh, tranquility. And then it's really helpful to anchor in the body. The stories sweep us away easily, especially when emotions are present. There's that 
the glueiness, the stickiness of the thoughts. So we see if we can notice any body sensations that are associated with this emotion and bring our attention to them. If it's restlessness, for example, the body may feel kind of jumpy. So it may be global like that, or it may be very more concentrated, like if there's anger, we may feel tightness in the chest. So we connect with the emotion as best we can in the body. Sometimes body sensations aren't quite so noticeable and we can just note what the emotion is. And then we see how it changes. Does it strengthen, weaken, go away, change to another mind state or emotion? Sometimes dropping in the name of the emotion helps us to focus the attention. Just, oh, anger, calm. We can notice how it presents in the mind. We don't have to exclude that part. We can notice whether the mind feels contracted or spacious, mind-heart, flexible, inflexible. We can notice perhaps a patterning of thoughts. We don't really care about the particular story, but noticing the patterning of the thoughts can help increase the mindfulness of this emotion. Perhaps anger, there's lots of self-righteous thoughts. Our sleepiness of mind may feel dull and kind of foggy, maybe sometimes even slightly pleasant, like cotton. So we can glance at the mind, but it's often more helpful to connect in the body if we can. I know it's a lot of words I'm using for something that is actually not so cognitive. It's more just connecting moment by moment. What is the truth of this experience? How is this? making room for this experience, making room for it to change in any way it wishes to. And then the same exploration, what's the relationship if if it's pleasant, is there any tension, extra tension, any struggle with the truth that it will change? Can we rest in it right now as it is? 
without concern of what will come. If it's unpleasant, is there any struggle against it, wanting to get rid of it or exile it? What's it like when we notice that? Does it change the relationship at all? Are there moments where we can engage wholeheartedly with this part of human experience? So we can move between feeling the actual experience, noticing the pleasantness or unpleasantness and the response to that. And again, it might be, if it's intense, it might be a short period, we might go in and out. If we feel overwhelmed, we might open our eyes or stand up in order to steady the heart and mind again. It depends on energy and curiosity how long we stay. If it fades away, then back to our anchor. If we feel very scattered, then back to the anchor. So we have this steadiness of connecting to the anchor and this practice of gracefulness, of opening to life. Developing the capacity to connect with life with a sense of poise, peace. grace.
Ending our sitting this morning with a few moments of appreciation for ourselves, for the efforts that we've made, whether it went the way we thought it should go or hoped it would go, doesn't matter, we persevered. And appreciation for each other for the support that we give meditating as a community. And appreciation for all the beings on this land, seen and unseen, that are also part of our community. Wishing that our practice can be of benefit for all beings, that our practice can contribute to the welfare and freedom of all beings. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.